past the fear My voice is breaking I need you to hear I can follow my dreams without leaving this town I can follow my heart without letting you down Standing on the edge If I never try, I'll never know This could be the greatest story told But if I never try, I'll never know No, I'm grateful You made me who I am Hello. I'm Reverend Jen Wild, Senior Minister for New Dawn Center for Spiritual Living. New Dawn Center is a global community and we welcome all people, all paths, all ways of thinking, all philosophies. So know that you are welcome here. And thank you for joining our online community. I invite you to just relax, take a deep breath as we move in to this sacred time. together this morning we know that this day is blessed this time together is blessed and that Reverend Jen and her message is blessed and so as we come together today we know that we are here to learn to grow to be in community and to enjoy this blessed day so as we come together let's just pay attention be present listen and know that God is with us God is with us always as we say together, and so it is. A few days ago, I was at King Supers in the self-checkout space. I was down at the far end, so I was really close to the clerk that, that stands there and supports people. When a young black woman came barreling into the area with her shopping cart and a child in it. She approached the clerk and she said, I need your help, I need your help. And I could tell by her energy and just her mannerism that there was something going on. Her voice was shaky. She had a look of alarm on her face. What she said was this. She had just been shopping in an aisle when a woman approached her and began screaming at her. The woman made derogatory comments about the color of her skin. And then the woman turned to the three-year-old sitting in the shopping cart and began to curse at the child. By the time this, mom, this woman, her, this mother, got this information out, she was visibly shaking. She was crying. And the clerk said to her, hold on a minute, and took off running. I turned to her and did what I could to offer some consolation, some support for what had clearly transpired for her. 
I'm looking at this beautiful child in, the, in this shopping cart with eyes as big as saucers above a, a face mask, and I'm thinking, why? Why? What I realized as I left the store that day was it probably didn't matter what I did or said. The damage was already done. She was feeling alone and attacked and frightened in a place where we go and pick up groceries, in a situation that should have been as mundane as getting out of bed or brushing our teeth. My heart was breaking for this woman. Because what I knew in that moment, in that space, and I have known every moment since, is that it did not matter what I did. It didn't matter what I said. The damage was done. She was going to carry that interaction with her for a time. And what about this child who was clearly frightened to watch your mother kind of lose control and go into panic mode? I bring this to your attention today because I think many of us have moved past some of the hysteria and the drama of the things that have been happening around us and we have decided that it's happening out there. It's happening to someone else. I'm in my house, I'm in my home, I'm safe, I'm content, I'm warm. It's not happening to me. And the truth is, it is. It's happening to each and every one of us. Because if it's happening to one of us, it's happening to all of us right here, right here, and right now. Our founder, Dr. Ernest Holmes, argues that um, faith and fear are opposite sides of the same coin. On one side is faith, on one side is fear. I find that pretty reassuring because what that says to me is that at any moment in time, if I am in the midst of fear or fearfulness, I could just toss a coin and have it land on faith. I can shift. I can adjust. I believe that the situation that transpired at the King Super's grocery store down the street from me was all about fear. In the conversation that the woman had with me, she was trying to explain to me that her mask had broken while she was in the store. And one of the elastic bands had fallen off and she was trying to hold it to her face, push the cart and get her child through the store and get her groceries. Where's the understanding and the compassion in that situation? What showed up was fear. Fear for someone who didn't look like someone else and fear for a behavior that we are hearing over and over and over again is critical. We have to wear the mask. Yet we could still be compassionate. We could still be kind. We don't always feel afraid when we feel fear. The term afraid is a little bit different than just being fearful. But I'm I'm absolutely certain that that young woman will feel fear 
anytime she goes into a grocery store in the future. You see, we've been talking this month about facing the fear, facing our fears, and not just facing them and raging about them, but facing them and, and adapting and, and adopting a new mindset, faith, faith, so that we can move through and overcome. You see, faith, faith is trusting in God, even when we have all of these things around us that are telling us something's wrong, something's broken, something's not working. Logic and rationale are in our brains, but when the emotions kick in and fear shows up, logic and rationale, the idea of being respectful or kind is gone. And that's when people become in, come into that place of, of raging and out of control and screaming and hollering and derogatory comments. There is a lot of fear surrounding us today. And what we can do is what I talked about last week is we can embrace the idea of faith. We can move into that place in supporting of faith and share that and let that become what's spreading across the nation, what's spreading around the world is faith. Faith lives in our hearts, right here, in our hearts where, where we can feel it. The talk title today is, Do You Have Faith or Are You Had by Faith? And I thought this was a pretty interesting question. And I did a little research, and what I discovered is the concept of had by faith means that we're kind of acting in a more superstitious way. We're not really sure that we can trust. We're kind of going through the motions. We're kind of pretending that maybe we're going to be okay. We're kind of trying to do this, but we just quite don't get it. So I think today would be a good time to just add clarity to the idea of faith so that we know that we can have faith. We can embrace the faith. We can deepen in faith. Thomas Merton says this, You do not need to know precisely what is happening or exactly where it's all going. What you need is to recognize the possibilities and challenges offered by the present moment and to embrace them with courage, faith, and hope. Let us look at this this week and the idea of embracing our faith, embracing Courage, boldness, assurity, conviction, the knowing. And let us stop arguing with God. We can look back in our lives at so many things that happened when we thought that we were at the breaking point, when we thought something was really going wrong, when something was going to just be a total disaster, and then it shifted. Spirit knows. There's a term we've used in Science of Mind for years, God's own timing. God knows this experience of COVID, this experience of racial unrest, discrimination, all of the things that are going on, the political climate, what's happening all around us, all of this is moving through in God's own timing. And how great for us that all we have to do is breathe it in and know. Breathe and know. You see, your life each one of us, our lives, is an example of our faith. 
if our lives are a disaster, there's a good chance that we're not quite got a handle on the faith idea. If our lives are moving forward and, and we're functioning very well through this time, through this process of continued separation and restrictions and the need to wear a mask and all of those wonderful components that are going on on the planet, but we're still functioning and we're still pretty positive and we're still man managing to accomplish things, that's evidence of your faith. Ernest Holmes says this, when you analyze faith, you find that it is a mental attitude against which there is no longer any contradictions in the mind that entertains it. No contradictions in the mind. That's the life I choose to live. I don't need those little arguments going on. I don't need those little voices coming at me. Well, what if? I don't need that, and neither do you we can move into that place of just knowing. Just knowing that it's all working out, that it's all moving forward. In 1989, I think it was sometime in early April, a coworker of mine announced that he had received a new position and he was moving. He was moving out of the Denver area and relocating to Portland, Oregon. And I remember thinking, how cool is that? to just pack up your stuff and go to another place and be someplace you've never been before and have a good job and, and, and look at a new climate, a new culture, what would that be like? That opened a door in my being. And within a very short time, I mean, I'm talking days, that began to make roots within my being to the degree that I thought, oh my goodness, I need to move to Portland, Oregon. I sat down with my boss and I told him I wanted to fill out transfer paperwork and I wanted to look at what jobs were available. I sat down with my two kids and I told them what we were going to do. I sat down with my parents who weren't particularly happy. Did I say this was in April? I scheduled vacation for late in May. I went back to my boss and I said, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on vacation and I'm not coming back. And so you might want to have somebody lined up for me to train with all of these accounts that I'm working with so that my customers are aware. I've already told my customers I'm leaving and I won't be back after the end of May. And my boss, Chuck, kind of lost his mind for a minute. And he said, wait a second, wait a second. The paperwork hasn't gone through. We haven't heard anything. Has anybody contacted you? And I said, no. He said, well, you can't do this. And I go, well, yes, I can. Yes, I can. I've already contacted movers. And they're picking up all of the stuff at the house about the 20th of May, and we're leaving. And you just need to be aware that you need to make sure my, my stuff here is handled. And it was so interesting to, to just be so solid, so grounded, so knowing of what was going on with me. I knew that even though I didn't have an idea yet, I knew when I got to Oregon, the job would be waiting for me. I knew it so clearly, I never doubted it for a second. People around me thought I was nuts. Well, same things are happening with me today. It's not a problem. And so what my boss Chuck did is he did what most logical, rational managers would do. He started to avoid me because he just couldn't function. 
everyone's wishing me well. They're all telling me goodbye. They're all wishing me the best. They're, you know, and he's just, he's just at a loss. On May the 20th, the movers showed up at my house, loaded up all of the house. I put the kids in the truck, put the three cats in the truck, and we headed west. We got into uh, Oregon Friday even, on a Friday evening, the Friday of a Memorial Day weekend. And Saturday morning, the movers showed up with all the stuff. I had had a friend who was already in the area get a house set up for me. I hadn't even seen the house. Everything was perfect. Got the telephones installed. I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was working out really well. Monday morning at 8 a.m., Memorial Day, the phone rang. When I answered it, a gentleman introduced himself to me as the director of vendor services who oversaw a group in Portland, Oregon. And he began to apologize to me because the paperwork didn't get where it needed to get to and the communications didn't happen the way they needed to. And what he was hoping beyond hope is that I would be able to report to his office in Portland, Oregon the next morning at 8 a.m. That was the job. It wasn't a problem. It was never a challenge. It was never a question. It was never a concern. That knowing when it gets a hold of your being and you don't even doubt it and you just don't listen to the naysayers and you keep moving on, that, my friends, that is faith. That's what faith is. It moves into the being and it just, it just supports us in taking that next step in facing whatever's coming. And it's a beautiful, beautiful process. Corey Ten Boom says this, faith sees the invisible, believes the unbelievable, and receives the impossible. For some people, that was my experience. For me, it was just how I live my life. I encourage you this week, let go of the doubts. Stop arguing. Do not engage in the conversations where someone starts out with what if. I've never believed in the world of what if. It's not the world I live in. Faith is not superstition. Faith is not questioning. Faith is knowing. Knowing spirit and knowing myself. Both of those have to go together. I have confidence in who I am and what I can do, and I have the greatest confidence and knowing of who and what God is and how God works in my life. All I got to do most of the time is just get out of the way. Schedule the movers. It's that simple. So this week, as we continue to build our faith, as we continue to connect and deepen in faith, I encourage you to build those muscles and be aware of the times when a question shows up, when fear starts to seep in, and choose the other side of that coin. Choose faith. Please join me in prayer. Mm. And so as we recognize and affirm who we are and where we are, we know, we are reminded, we are children of God, we are one with God, and that God is here, God is present. God is in the world outside of our homes. 
God is in all of the things that are happening. And God supports each and every one of us in taking the stand we need and speaking up and using our voices, loving through our hearts to heal what's going on, to move us forward into better, greater, bigger, more beautiful. May we hold that space of compassion. May we love one another. And may we stand strong this week in our faith. That beautiful, amazing knowingness. I call all people good and blessed. I call this time together perfect and complete. I let it go. I let it be. And so Pushing past the fear. Voice is breaking, need you to hear. I can follow my dreams without leaving this town. I can follow my heart without letting you down. Standing on the edge, I will take the leap, see where it goes. Cause if I never try, I'll never. This could be